Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the most finest, Monte Hill. Uh-huh. The pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, the morning roast. Friday brought to you by Flag and Anthem. Big shout out to Pete's Coffee. Pete's Coffee sending us to the big game. Of course, the Las Vegas Sunday. Shout out to Pete's Coffee as I wave to baby chair. She loves you, yo, baby. She's fired up. We're all fired up here in the Bay Area. And the San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff kickoff clock says two days, (laughs) seven hours, 25 minutes, 39, 38, 37. 36 seconds away for the big game on Sunday, and I cannot wait. The field is laid out. They're going to touch it up with the paint today. Super Bowl 58, Chiefs end zone yellow, Niners red zone with the saloon fought. They'll be on the visitor sideline at Allegiant Stadium as we get ready to roll. Don't forget the Warriors with 4-1 on their road trip. Shout out to them for bringing the good vibes in. We had to cancel the guests because I want to talk to the fans. The hell with Kansas City. I don't want to talk to anybody else from Kansas City. The hell with that. Josh Klingler was going to join the show. Bye-bye. Not today. I got to hear from the Niner Empire, Shasky. I need to hear from the Niner fans, and I see the lines here. We'll get to everybody coming up in this segment. There's been a lot said about Niner fans over the last couple of years. They travel well. Oh, they're a bunch of criminals. They fight. Because you always get these like, oh, an In-N-Out burger, a guy wearing a Niner jersey. He's fighting another guy. And I'll tell you this. I was walking through that parking lot with my buddy Della uh, for the Detroit Lion game, driving in with my brother and Randy, and we had the full car going. And I love Niner fans. We're loyal. We're angry. <laughs> We're passionate. Some of us can be homers. Some of us are wine and cheese fans. Some of us have neck tattoos. Some of us are lawyers like George Borges out there who's in Vegas right now. Some of us are garbage men. Some of us are radio hosts, plumbers. Some of them are police officers, like my, my wife's Uncle Danny, watching it in the police mobile unit at oh, Union Square. Some of them are overnight dancers. Some of them are overnight dancers. Some of them are rappers, like E-40 and Black Sea. Niner fans are taking over Las Vegas. Niner fans are going to be surrounding couches, in living rooms, at bars. They're going to go to SF Brew Company. They're yep. going to go all over. And I'm just proud to be a Niner fan. And now is our time. We've suffered long enough. You and I have talked enough. You know where I stand. I want to hear from them. Yep. Let's Let's go. Let's hear from the fans. By the way, shout out to my guy, Shalik. Shalik Finley. I love you, Shalik. He's listening. Sid, you guys got me pumped up 1,000%. 
And he said, Juice has me so damn hyped right now. And I'm getting all these messages. Zucci Mans hit me up. Man, the Juice. They can bring it out to Gladiator War. We will replay that call in the 9 o'clock hour. It needs to be heard by every freaking 49er fan. Clip it. Post it on Instagram. Juice needs to get his love on Twitter. Post that call. It's one of the best calls I've ever heard in sports radio. But now I want to go up to the El Dorado Hills. He's a guy who's been rocking with this from day number one. Verducci. And I know what the Niners mean to Verducci. Verducci, the floor What's up, is Duch? yours. Fellas, it is percolating right now up here in the EDH. And I was going to go on my rant like I usually do, but you know what? I got to leave that space for Juice. I'm not going to go there. He has me running through walls. I'm doing push-ups here in the workout room. I can't even be in the same room as my wife right now. The blood pressure is pumping. And so I thought I'd go ahead and write a little something for you all, and I'm going to give you my rap and how the day is going to go on Sunday. Let's go. Brocky Balpoa on the mic. Call me Mr. Irrelevant. Niners in Vegas against the Swifties. Time to be eloquent. No game manager. MVP's his decree. Shanahan conquers demons. Set them free. CMC slicing and dicing through the Chiefs defense. Kittle, Devo, Ladybug, Fever, a relentless offense. Swifties thought they had it, but the Niners declared back in the game it's a Niner affair. Kelsey gets questioned by Taylor. No hardware to show. Warner Greenlaw hit hard. Let Chiefs know. Kermit the Frog, Mahomes in dismay. Close to young Armstead Hargrave making them pay. Close at the start, Niners persist. Wear them down, no need to resist. Moody's calm, no blood pressure spike. Blowout victory in Vegas strike. For Papa Shasky, healing not faithful at the stick. 916530 Bay Area, Bonte Shasky the pick. Family at 95-7, morning roasters cheer. 6-1 body a trophy returned. The victory's clear. Bang, bang, Niner gain a triumphant sound. Closing the year. Lombardi renowned. Bang, bang, not again. Let's go. I'm, Let's not, go. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Whenever you have the courage to freestyle, you get. I, I don't scoff at him. That was smooth. That was like a slam poetry session. Uh, I like that. Hey, I'm not mad at it. You have to have courage to come with that. Sam, and only this show. The nominees only, only this show does things like that. All right? Only this show. You get the freestyle rap. You got poems. You got whatever you want. I don't care. But I love it. I love the passion. I do. Let's go to, uh, we got Gabriel at Daily City. He's a 12-year-old. Whoa, let's go, Gabe. He's a 12-year-old. What's you up, know, he's Gabriel? He's experienced nothing but heartbreak. Gabriel, what's happening? What's up? What's up, Gabe? What you hey. got? So, I just love listening to y'all every morning. Me and my dad and his truck, we always listen to you guys in the morning. Oh, I appreciate that. We what's love your, that. Wh- wh- how did you become a Niner fan? I've been, I've been a Niner fan since I was like two years old. I just watched them since I was growing up. I'm also a Giants fan because I play baseball. Let's go. And, and yeah, I'm ho- hopefully I'll go D1 one day. Let's go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What, what school do you go to right now? Yeah. What, what school are you, what are you in? You're sixth in grade? What? You're in sixth or seventh grade? I'm in seventh. Where do you go to school? Uh, I go to Napa Christian. Let's go. Love it, Love it Gabe. Let's go. Who's hey. your favorite player on this team? Oh, it's got it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I love that. So, what's going to happen on Sunday? Oh, we're going to win. We're going to win, no doubt. No like, doubt. Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback, but we have so many weapons. It's not even funny. Let's go. I love that, young man. You call that. us back next week after we win. Let's go. Let's He's go. a baseball player. Oscar at EPA. I love it. Oscar at EPA. Comcast Business Sex Slide. I just landed in Vegas, and Juice has me fired up. Let's go. Think about that.
The cabal was just, just there to the Bay Area. Not not Shasky and I. I thought we were doing a hell of a job of firing you up. But that's why the roast is special. That's why you callers are special. Because you get the platform. We don't talk at you. We don't not screen your calls. We're not going to talk to 8 million guests during four hours. This Super Bowl is about you. We've wrote with you guys through the journey. Who the hell are we to go through the entire season talking to you guys after game days without a guest? We go guest free on Mondays. Don't talk to anybody but you. And then Super Bowl week, we got a bunch of guests on breaking out of games. The hell with them. They weren't around in week six. They weren't around in week eight. They weren't around in week 15. They weren't around in preseason. You guys were around. You guys were around in training camp. So, you know, when we win the Super Bowl, and when we get ready for the Super Bowl today, it's all about you guys. I don't want to hear from anybody else but the Niner fans out there getting ready for this game. Let's go out to the lines again. Uh, How many kids right now are on their way to up. school? Fired up right now. With their red and gold on. They, it's they, red and oh, gold they've, got, they've got it all on. The city's decked I'm out. so excited. There was pep rallies in San Ramon. San Ramon, the Today Show was out there. Really? 49er fans out there, four in the morning. Four in the morning. San Ramon. San Ramon. Home of uh, Richie Bologna. There you go. Jay in Oakland, what's happening? You're on a roast. What's going on, fellas, man? Hey, man, I am so turned up, man. Hey, earlier this week, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little, I was the panic meter was a little high, was a little high. Bad, but, man, listen to you guys last, last, yeah, man. Hey, listen to you guys the last couple of days, man. I am super, man. I don't even do this often. Can I, can I drop a freestyle? Real quick? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Right yours. Hey, man, here we go. All right, here we go. Hey, yo, the beginning of the season, we was calling them Kyle Schottenheimer. We about to kill these boys like they did in Oppenheimer. Ooh. But no lie, Cal always been a truth. We about to kill the Chiefs like I be killing the booth. And I'm not even a, I'm not even a rapper. More like the Bay Area yopper. Bang, bang, diner gang without the chopper. Ooh. And Purdy, ain't nothing sweet about him. When he throwing them TDs, Bonte, I want to see you tweeting about him. <laughs> throwing them stats in like you always do. No Paul Pierce, but Bonte and Shasky the truth. Wow. I thought that wow. was a little flip for a wow. second. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> Racket. 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 I'm not being general. Oh, my. Nominee. Early nominee. Freestyle of the year. Doobie Award. Wow. Holy smokes, Jay. A bang, bang, Niner wow. gang without the uh, chopper. I, I, I'm shaking wow. right now. I'm shaking. When, per, when Brock Purdy's throwing TDs, Bate, I better see you tweeting the pot. This might be the greatest caller day of all time. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Till Monday. Let's go. Let's go. This is unbelievable. Let's go to uh, Carlos to San Carlos. Carlos to San Carlos. What's happening? Oh, that on air. Yeah, we can't. We'll get sued. Yeah, we, we'll, we, get sued. We, we'll get sued by Buffer. <laughs> yeah, Buffer's looking to uh, get Sorry, Spadoni. I, I just wanted to I make sure. I dumped it. Don't worry. I'm way out. Go ahead, Carlos. Go ahead, Carlos. Keep going. You just can't do that. Okay, guys, man, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm like, so I'm like 150 years old. I've been around a long time. And uh, two more sleeps until the Super Bowl, like I'm going to sleep. <laughs> no way. I got Monday off from work, so I'll sleep on Monday. Uh, so I just wanted to give you my two keys to the game. There's two key things that they've got to do, and, that, and then they will win the game. But then uh, Bonte... And Joe, you guys talking about when did I become, when did we yeah. all become Niner fans? Yeah, yeah. And then for me, all right, so for me, real quick, uh, so I'm a third generation uh, uh, San Francisco native, uh -huh. third generation Niner fan. I, I had season tickets back in the day uh, with Joe Montana. In fact, Bonte, I was at your number one uh, game of all time, the, the 55 to 10 destruction of Denver oh, at the oh. Superdome in New Orleans. Mm. 
Unbelievable. A witness to the dynasty, yes. And then my dad went to uh, Kizar Games, and then my grandma was from the same region of Italy as Joe Montana's family. Oh, wow. So it's in my blood. But I know... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no it's all you. You keep cooking, Carlos. Okay, okay. So I was thinking, I think it back to when did I become a Niner fan? I mean, I was raised with it, yeah. But, like, when I was a kid in the 70s, the Niners were so bad. I mean, like, most people listening to this now were not alive in the 70s, so they don't realize that all their lives they've been, you know, previous Super Bowl champions. But, you know, 1978, 1979, they had back-to-back 2-14 and 14 seasons. They were literally the worst Team, even worse than the Detroit Lions of that era, because in 78, we were both two and 14, 79, they improved to six and 10, but we were still two and 14. So it was like, man, the Niners are always going to let us down in the playoffs. And the game in 81, the first Super Bowl at the Pontiac Superdome in uh, uh, Detroit mm-hmm. uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals, I remember the moment. And the moment was, uh, when they made the goal line stand yep. and kept Cincinnati out of the end zone, I mm-hmm. thought, wow, this is for real. The, the Niners are a real team now. They're not going to let us down, and we got this mofo. And, oh, my God, did they? So ever since, you know, and then when I got older, I got season tickets and et cetera. So, so fantastic. Uh, sorry, let me give you my quick, my, my two keys <laughs> to the game real quick. Go ahead, so, Carlos. All right. Number one is they've got to stay dedicated to the running game. That was the number one mistake, I think, in 2019. There were many mistakes, offense, defense, coaching, everything. But what got us into that game was the running game, not Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G's passing, not really the defense. It was Raheem Mostert Mm. running it for 220 yards and four touchdowns, the all-time record for running backs in the playoffs of all time. Jim Brown never did that. Jerry Rice never did that. And Smith never did that. Only Raheem Mostert. And then in the Super Bowl, they went away from the run. They ran it, but then they went away from it. And like Tavares What's your second key? What's your second key? Second one is turnovers. And it's, it's a big cliche, but listen to me for a second, man. So it's twofold because... If you win the turnover battle, that means you're making less mistakes than the opposition, right? And you're taking the ball away from them. And that's really, I think it's going to come down to that. It doesn't matter what our defense does, what their good defense call. does. Good call, Carlos. Yep, that's a yeah, good call. You man. know, it, it's it's funny. You're talking about, you know, third and fourth generation Niner fans. There's lots of them out there. You know, uh, uh, my grandfather always tells this story. He played football at Balboa High School. and Balboa at the, Buccaneers. Yeah, at the time... Uh, you know, you had to volunteer, and I don't know what the the connection was, but they made you become an usher out at Kizar during the 1940s and 50s when the Niners were playing. He goes, dude, like at first, yeah, it was a big novelty, but college football was more, you know, bigger at that time. The profile was bigger than the NFL. The NFL, it was the AFL. It wasn't big, and he used to be an usher out there. Mm-hmm. The fans used to get so hammered, they would throw beers, yeah, beer bottles onto the field and onto the players. They mm-hmm. had to put a chain link fence coming out of the tunnel because they would fire it at the right. opponents <laughs> and at the Niners and at, at the times. Niners they were pulling them. And so he has this sweater that I still have to this day that I've worn a few times into the studio and it was his Usher sweater. It's a red one that says 49ers mm-hmm. coming straight down. 
Man, there's a lot of old school Kizar fans out there. They're the team that was born in San Francisco, 1946, Kizar Stadium. You know, the Warriors came from Philadelphia, and we love our Warriors. We, we love do. Them. We love we them. We love what Steph Curry did last night, no doubt about it. We love the San Francisco Giants, but they came from New York City. This is the team that was homegrown, that was born in the city, in the heart of the city, right there in Go to Gay Park, and then later on moving to Kizar uh, Candlestick Park to where they won their Super Bowl championships after years and years of many heartbreaks, three straight NFC losses, NFC title game losses, the outside kick that you always talk about where your dad company left the game early. You know <laughs> him, what I'm him, and, him and John Bologna yep. caught the bus home caught in the, the fourth quarter. It caught the bus home. and so Bad idea. Bad idea. You know, and they were there. We did that during the any one of the Niners' ten point losses. I know, right? It did. You know, different era. You you think about when they did finally win the catch game, and Chris Berman's on the field with that report from ESPN. You see the Niner fans behind him jumping up and down like this, like, "Oh my gosh, the Niners are in the Super Bowl." My mom talks about that day. Talk about when she was becoming a Niner fan, and her grand, her father, Webb Tindall, rest in peace, was taking her to Niner games. I, I mean, the history is deep and rich. But there's been a title drought. There's been a title drought. And it's, you know, we were born into the dynasty, right in the height of the dynasty. So we don't know anything about losing. Well, now we do, right? Because that's all we've been doing over the last 20 years is losing these big games. This team, these players, this personnel, their game plan, I'm telling you on Sunday, they feel it. They feel it like they're going to flip this script here, and they know what it means to this organization. They know what it means to their individual legacies. They know what it means to be in a parade on Thursday down Market Street. They saw the Warriors a couple years ago had that parade down Market Street. You know, they seen the Giants had these parades in 2010, 2012, 2014. You don't think Jed York and company have been watching this stuff? I think about Bob Sargent. His son, Craig Sargent, was on the flight with Anna yesterday on the way to Vegas sitting next to her in all his Niner gears. And Bob has been saying it. We just did a Super Bowl for the young generation. I know. We need one for you guys. This is for you. Bob needs one, too. He does need one. He wants it. If I get Bob screaming in my face one more time he, about how this team keeps getting close, I, we, the, we've talked about it forever. He was a nervous strike going into I the know. last week or the, the, the NFC title game. God. He needs this one. Yeah, big big Craig needs it bad. Craig needs it bad. Let's go to the lines again. Uh, Good call. Wow. Um, Al and SF. Al, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, what's going on? So... My journey uh, as a Niner fan began back in 95 when my, ex- my ex-father-in-law was a season ticket holder, and I went to a game in the city at the stake to watch who else? Niners versus Detroit. Mm, wow. Um, man, I walked in there. Okay, number one, seeing Barry Sanders play was ridiculous. Um, but walking into that park and seeing that place just go bananas was amazing. And being an ex-New Yorker, we used to uh, sneak into the Jets at Shea Stadium, and then we used to watch, you know, Lawrence Taylor play back in the day. But the moment I saw that park and watched the Niners play, that's it. It was done. It was over. And since then, I've gone to many Niner games. I was there at the Packer game with my son. Um, so it, How great it, it was that? Back. I don't mean to interrupt you. How great was that to experience no, no, with your please. son? How great was that? You know, it's it's amazing. We were we were sitting down, and last year we went to the Dallas game with my with my with my current father-in-law, and it's it's become a tradition now. When when Dad gets back from Mexico to to hang out before he goes back to New York, we always go to a game, yeah. and we've been lucky to go to playoff games. Um, but my my son's a total Niners fan and a Warriors fan and a Giants fan. Um, 
but that's when it started for me back in 96. And Love it. Good stuff there. Great Good call. Stuff. Great call, man. We're going to get to everybody here. Dr. Hustle, I see you on the line. We're Dr. getting to Hustle. you. Uh, Daker, I see you. Matt in Seattle, I see you. JD in Lafayette. Uh, we're getting to everybody here on these lines here. 888-957-9570. Eric Crocker will join us at 9 o'clock. I, I couldn't have any Chiefs guy on today. I just, nah. It ain't about them. It's about us. It ain't about Mahomes. And it's about what we do. I have a six-pack. It's just under the dad bar. Oh, God, <laughs> I don't even want it. It's about what the Niners do on Sunday. We dictate this game. We dictate the tone. We dictate the tempo. We dictate how this game will be played. That's it. I'm not I'm not worried about Kansas City, what they do. It's about what we do. Shanahan being in that playbook. What's his script going to look like the first 24 plays? Where's Mike sitting at? Where's Mike Shanahan going to be at? You know? I can't even envision what his smile would look like if he did actually win it. Because we've seen him... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Actually look happy this year more than any other year. Could you, I can't even, I legitimately can't even envision what he's going to be like if he wins it all. There will be tears when he hugs Mike Shanahan, hoisting that Lombardi oh, trophy. Seeing him and his dad embrace will be something that'll touch they me. They will have soul. tears. I can't wait to see what Jed does. Cry. I may be one of the only people. Jed York. As much as we ridicule him, he deserves his propers for the way he's invested into this football team. I'm sorry, man. He does deserve his respect. He deserves his flowers because he's been trying to be like his Uncle Eddie D. I'm not mad at that. Let's take him to school. It's time for Taking Them to School. Brought to you by Peralta Community College District. Spring is free at Laney, Berkeley City, Merritt, and the College of Alameda. Boy, how about Stephen Curry doing his best Clay Thompson impersonation on his birthday? Clay turned 34 yesterday. It's Steph was trying to break his record. Thought he was, and then the Warriors blew out the Pacers. Dropped 11 threes last night for a 42 burger, including this one. Curry dribbles it off a of Draymond screen. Another three. There's number 11. 11 threes for Stephen Curry on Clay Thompson's birthday, and the crowd going crazy. As Trace Jackson Davis goes to the score table. Tim Roy on the call, and quietly, the Warriors go 4-1 on this road trip. Quietly, the Warriors went three straight games. Quietly, there's some good mojo going on with this basketball team. Let's see what they do over the last four. Phoenix, Utah, Clippers, Utah. They can go into the break over 500. Look out, folks. Look out. Kaminga has arrived. Wiggins, all of a sudden, is playing white. Wiggins from two years ago. Quietly. The Warriors got something cooking. Let's just take it game by game. But I'm feeling good about my dubs right now. That was taking them to school. Brought to you by the Peralta Community College District. Spring is free at Laney, Berkeley City Merritt, and the College of Alameda. For more info, go visit Peralta.edu. Get to all the calls coming up on the other side. We're going to break real quick. Get back to everybody. That's what's coming up. Brought to you by Safeway. With Bonte and Shasky. To the day that I drive, you'll never say that I'm not killing them. All 
right, get you some 9570 game gear right now at breakingtea.com slash 957. We got all sorts of cool 49ers apparel for you to wear this Sunday as well as some awesome gear repping the shows. Here at 957 game, go to breakingtea.com slash 957. That's breakingtea.com slash 957. We're two days, six hours, 57 minutes, and 30 seconds, 29, 28, 27 seconds away from kickoff of the big game. That's brought to you by the San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock. Let's go back out to the lines, man. Uh, I want to go to the lines here. Shasta, what's up? Yeah, I'm going to be real quick, real quick. A right. couple different people coming in about you know when they became right. Niner fans and whatnot. Rob McDonough, who's one of my, my dad's buddies, and they about the same age. I was in first or second grade sitting in the Christopher Milk section. It was right by the chain link fence, and they would throw beer bottles and trash at the Niners and opposing players. Unbelievable. I'll never forget it. And to back that up, Tim Manning said, hey, my mom would take us to Sunset Rec on Friday nights before games, and they would raffle off Berkeley Farms Junior 49er tickets. You would cut out the back of a milk carton, write your name on it, and they would draw a winner. Yep. Wow, that's sick. so many people that's have great that's memories of the Niners, man. Let's do it. Let's go to uh, let's go to Daker. Let's go to Daker in the city. Daker. Then we're gonna go all. We're gonna clear the board here before we get to Crocker. Uh, what up, Daker? Good morning, man. What up, guys? Man, uh, wrote a little something. Oh, nice. Okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, no, no, no. All right. right. When it comes, we, we're lucky. We got baptized early. You know, we're very blessed in that sense. And at these, these are special times because I think about those people who blessed us and put us in this moment. Like, I think about my grandmother. I think about my friends, where I was the last time we won. Like, we've had so many good teams that the league is feared, and we couldn't get it home. And we got we to gotta do it for the Frank Gores, the Patrick yep. Willis's. I like that. Because when you look at them, what do you think? You're like, I just wish they could have got one. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. one. And these guys deserve that too. This is a good group. It's a good group for the league. Our boys are going to war. They need to play like they're losing till the clock strikes zero. Button up, get it done. That's, let's let's go. Let's go, Tech. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to uh, Jason at Northampton, PA. Jason, what's happening? You're on a roast. Hey, how's it going, guys? What up, baby? I listen to you guys every day. And I've been a Niners fan since 1988. Mm. And I got to say right now, one of my best times besides getting married, I met the GOAT, Jerry Rice, at his Hall of Fame induction. And I got to say, it was like the best day of my life. Mm. You know, Jerry Rice, and I'm glad glad you brought that up there. Jerry Rice, the way he represents this organization, the ambassador of this of this organization. He's always out there, the goat fuel chain, the 49er helmet chain. He still wear he still bleeds red and gold. Dapping up McCaffrey before games, dapping up Debo and Ayuk, dapping up Brock Purdy, catching passes for Brock Purdy. Jerry Rice basically is still on his football team. He wants this so damn bad for this team. He wants to be at that parade with this team. You know, the great thing about parades, championship parades, and I want to, I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but what I do cherish about them is you see the legends. The luminaries. The, the legends. You know, you see the Jim Barnetts. You know, you see you see the bullies waving to the crowd. You see the Willie Mazes, the Willie McCoveys back in the day. Rest no, in peace. No, don't talk you about know? that. You know, you see all the guys waving to the crowd. We're all getting hyped up for our legends. Boy. It would be so cool to see Jerry Rice, Frank Gore, Bryant Young, 
Patrick Willis, who just got inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, waving to the crowd down Market Street as that six Lombardi is in Kyle Shanahan's car. This is going to sound like I'm diminishing his accomplishments on the field because he's the great one of the greatest football players of all time. Jerry Rice has done equally as much since retiring for the Niners and their fans yep. in terms of being an ambassador and embodying all of the great characteristics that he did as a player, mm-hmm. as he did as much impact as he did as a player. Like I truly believe that. He has been one of the phenomenal ambassadors any team could ever ask for, representing the Niner brand. At every single game. Yep. It, it never gets old for me seeing no. him run routes. No. It never gets old for me seeing him with the chain, dapping up fans, and literally the people are almost teared up trying to touch Jerry Rice. I mean, he, he lives for it, man, and I, I love Jerry. I legitimately love Jerry and what he represents as a 49er. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Steve Young does it as well. Let's go back out to the he lines. Does. Matt in Seattle. He does. Matt in Seattle. What's happening, man? Matt, living in Seattle, enemy territory. What's going on, Matt? <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on? I love, you know, I was, usually like to catch you guys on YouTube, and once I kind of just got the vibe, I felt the need to call and pretty much kind of just talk about how I became a Niner fan, pretty much, and mm. talk about how I bring you guys back 2005. A 10-year-old kid living in San Leandro. My friends were kind of getting on me. They were saying, we need you to have a team, cheerful football team. I told them, you know, Niners and Raiders are going to play each other week one, the preseason. Whoever wins this game, I'm going to devote my life to the fanhood of this particular team, and the Niners won that game. Wow. And from since then, I am so thankful, so thankful that they won that game because <laughs> ever since I moved here to Seattle about 10 years ago, that was the Sherman interception, all the hate has been given to me. You know, slamming on my dorm room door, ha, 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 you know, the 40 Winers lose again. And then now, through two days away, two days away, for when I can look back to all those memories, all those pettiness that happens here, I was at the DraftKings kiosk two days ago, and all these kiosks had Chiefs money line. Mm. I was like, okay, the, the, there is there is too much hate going on here, but I can't wait, boys. We are two days away from the, my first championship in my life, and I can't wait. I love that. I love that. How about that? You could become a Niner fan however you did, whether it's your granddad, your dad, your mom, your auntie. Who knows? You could be in a different city. Maybe it's the first team you ever watched. My guy, Jason, in Chicago, uh, works for Turner Sports. Love Jason. He's got like seven Grammys. He's on that production crew for for the TNT uh, NBA broadcast and stuff like that. And I met Jason at NABJ, National Association of Black Journalists Commission, back in Boston in 2014. It was him, Rob Parker, Mark Spears, Gary Washburn. I'm sitting there. I think Evan, Evan Bars may have been at that table. But I met Jason. He's like, what's up, dog? Where you from, man? We're talking. He had that accent. I'm like, man, I'm from San Francisco, man. He goes, really? Niners? I said, come on, man. I'm from the skull. He goes, man, I'm from Chicago. But I got to tell you, man, I'm ready and gold through and through. And you know what? He is. He was at Tampa Bay for the opener in 2019. He DM'd me the other day saying, you going to Vegas, man? I'm going to see you out there every time he comes to the Bay Area. We're talking Niners. He's listening to the show. He's texting me. He's FaceTiming me. talking about, dog, what's up with Shedahead, dog? What's going on, man? Because he said when he used to go to church back in the day in Chicago, with his moms and grandmas and stuff, they get back home, the Niners would be on television. They'd be the afternoon game. And he said, dude, I just loved it. Kettlestick Pock, the way he talks to Kettlestick Pock, Jerry Rice catching the slams, dog, what, what? And I'm like, Niner fans come from everywhere, man, all over the world, all over the world. So sometimes you become a fan 
by accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A preseason game determined his fandom. That's incredible. You know, I, I was just thinking about all of the different things that I associate when it comes to the Niners. Have you ever driven down to Pacifica and on your way back up the hill when you're coming back toward the city, you see that giant Niner flag? Oh, yeah. Everyone yep. knows what Everyone, I'm talking yep, about no in that one person's backyard. Yep. That giant Niner flag, right? Yep. It's just little things yep. like that is what is what I think about. You know, you I, know, I think about certain places in the Bay Area. Like I immediately think about that flag in Pacifica. I'm gonna challenge challenge you not to get emotional here, Shasky. Okay, I'm challenge you about this. But I just got a text from uh, the head coach of City College, San Francisco football team, Jimmy College. We love Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, love Jimmy. He's part of that. Pop Warner gave it, which Eric Wright ran all over the field in overtime to score a touchdown. Yeah. A 10-yard touchdown. To the fifth. Sorry to bring that up, Jimmy, because he played for Nevada. Of course, Eric Wright played for the Seahawks, serving the Seahawks. But it all shared a post the other day. Coach McGuire passed away. Yeah. I knew both his daughters, knew his wife. Yeah. She worked the city. And Coach Mack, coached the offensive line. And in his office back in the day at City College, he had turnstiles from Seal Stadium. Wow. He had Niner gear. Wow. Everywhere. I believe Coach Mack, if I'm not wrong, Jimmy, you can text me this if you want to. I believe Coach Mack had retrieved the ball that <laughs> Dwight Clark spiked during the catch game. I'm I've not heard, kidding you. I've, I've, I've heard seen a lot of people. and heard seven different people right. who claim to have it. Well, Joey well, Nevin's like right. uncle or whatever claimed he had it. Well, Coach Mack claimed he had it or whatnot. But no, he that's was a on great the field. Going. He was on the field there. Uh-huh. But Jimmy Collins just sent the text. Coach Mack was a diehard Niner fan. And they're going to win it for him. It's in the bank. Aww. It's in the bank. Coach Mack. I love Rest that. Rest in peace, man. Coach Mack was a that. good dude. Really good dude, man. And that, uh, you want to talk about him. Him. He got the ball. He yeah. got the ball on the catch. So I know a lot of people out there, but Coach Mack was swore by it. I got the ball. And everybody around him was like, no, he got the ball at the catch game when Dwight Clark spiked it in the end zone against the Dallas Cowboys. It was him who got the ball. So, I mean, I when, I, when I think about the legacy of football in this city, City College and the 49ers, like there's a connection. There always has been. Um, you know, it's just, uh, man, I'm so fired up for this. Yep, I'm no so doubt. pumped. I'm let's, so freaking pumped. Let's go to the Lions again. Let's go. Chris is San Leandro. Chris, what's happening? You're on the roast. What's good, Bonte? I'm a 90s baby, so I never got to see them win a championship. And I've been telling my friends. I just cut off. Coach Adam coming in. Coach Mack is Joey Nevin's uncle. Small world. So there you go. Small world. Because that was the story that I had right. always heard. Right. Small world. Coach Mack. Speaking of Joey. Rest Joey, in peace. Joey, I know you're out there listening. I will call you later today because I need those opening day Giants tickets. Uh, Joey Nevin, you will not get a call from me. You will not even get a text. I don't care about opening day tickets. I don't care about the Giants right now. Y'all going to sound a star? <laughs> you could pay me. To go to opening day with the Giants right now with that roster. You know what I want right now? Can, can you hit me? Can you hit me with eleven five? I need. I want to feel like I'm driving over Manzel from the Excelsior, going to Candlestick right now. Windows down, car loaded. We got Roxy sandwiches. My boys are probably drinking in the back. We got everybody rolling stuff up. We are on our way right now to Vegas. Can't wait to go to Vegas. Let's get let's get scary. Let's I get, need that Garcia Vega let's eleven go. fives in the house. Come on, we've all got that song. A hustler. This is it right here. Bang. You know the Niners? They had a song. Yeah, the 80s. no, 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 no. They just played a song on the Instagram account. They're coming out to practice. One of their hype videos. Okay. Coming out to practice. 
And the song, I think, was a... Is it Green Dot by NBA Youngboy or whatever? Nah, it was... Uh, here, I could pull it up right now. But it was an absolute banger. And I was like, damn, social media team's doing their work. And then the rapper retweeted it. was like, all right, I see you, Niners. Go get that ball, baby. Who was it? Here, I'm going to pull it up in five, four, three... Well, take it too long here. Let's go to the lines. <laughs> RJ Fairfield, what's happening? RJ, what's going on, man? Talk to me. What's good? What's, what's up, good? baby? Hey, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis, freaking speech. He said, we got a fight in our hands, boys. He said, every great fighter needs a great fight. Muhammad Ali needed Frazier. Well, the, the 49ers have the Chiefs. This is... Destiny, when Patrick Willis got inducted to the Hall of Fame, this, the writing's on the wall, we got it this Sunday. If Nick Bosa, if y'all all want to be remembered, this is your game of the ages. We need this bad. I want this so bad. Last time one of my teams won the won something, won a championship, was the Sacramento Monarchs. All right? I am due for one, and I'm ready this Sunday. I love you guys. I can't wait to celebrate Monday with y'all. No nervous energy today. All good. Let's go. Bang, bang, not again. I like that, RJ. It's one of your better calls. It's one of your better calls. It really is. Let's go to Anthony in Minnesota. Anthony in Minnesota. All the way in Minnesota. Hey, Hopefully you stay warm. What's up, Anthony? Minnesota. Hey, what's up, man? First time caller. Uh, you know, just right here getting ready for the big game, you know, how it goes. Um, getting ready to fly back home to Stockton for the game to celebrate with my family for this big Super Bowl, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Big time Niner fan right here, uh, red and gold blooded. My whole family, diehard Niner fans, my brothers and everybody. I mean, I was there last year at the Dallas game in the playoffs. I was there at Lambeau when we won. Um, just recently, you know, just, you know, you know how it goes, man. We, we, we're super pumped, man. We, we want this one. We want this one. This is time. You know, I'm 40 years old. All them Super Bowls back then, you know, I, I was a little kid, so it doesn't really mean, you know, I, I just, you know, I really want this one. This is us. This is us. Yep. I mean, it's it's it, B. I I can't stop thinking about how much we need this one. <laughs> I mean, I just I just can't. I, I, I can't I, stop thinking about it. You know, uh, I get McCaffrey going, get McCaffrey going. But also, again, as I said in the first hour, you need gold jacket players from your gold jacket players. You know, Jet York, John Lynch, Parag Marate. You can give them all the criticism you want, Adam Peters. I know a lot of people don't agree with the ownership group and everything like that. It's you know I get it, I get it with fans, but they had spent top dollar on these players. Bosa, they waited it out. They gave them top dollar. Javon Hargrave, bring him over from Philadelphia. They gave him top dollar. Fred Warner got paid handsomely. George Kittle got top dollar. Debo Samuel, after scrubbing the account and everything, he got top dollar. Uh. Chris McCaffrey is getting paid well. Brandon Ayuk's going to get a bag. Trent Williams got a bag. So this team, this ownership group has spent top dollars for these players. They've gotten paid. They've gotten everything they wanted. Top training staff, state-of-the-art facilities. You know, you got a great home field advantage. They went back to the saloon font. Saloon font. They did go back to the saloon font. No, those font. things matter. Those things do matter. But they've done everything for this team to put the best product on the football field. Sunday, it's about the players. It's about Shanahan calling his plays, but the players got to go out there and execute them. 
There's no excuses here. These it, premium players have to play and make gold jacket plays. they got to make Hall of Fame type plays. If there's one guy who you want it for on that team the most, who is it? Well, gosh, I, I don't know, man. It would be fair to say Trent Williams and not say George Kittle. Would it be fair to say George Kittle and not say Christian McCaffrey? Would it be say, fair to say Christian McCaffrey without Brock Purdy or Debo Samuel? Guys who've been doubted. Think about where they were picked. Think about this. Brock Purdy, last pick of the draft. Fred Warner, third-round pick. George Kittle, fifth-round pick. Lufanga, fifth-round pick. safety. <laughs> play safety. No, Drake Greenlaw, fifth-round pick. You know? Trent Williams didn't think he was going to play down to football again. I know. So I want it for all these guys. I mean, think uh, of, it's not just one guy. Shasky. You know, the guy who I feel like has been flying under the radar all week. Imagine what it must mean for Aaron Banks. Now, I grew. Up, I know he grew up in Oakland, but you're a Bay Area kid. Yeah. You're a Bay Area kid, and you're starting in the Super Bowl representing the Bay Area. That's pretty freaking cool. And that's it a story is. no one's talked about. No, no doubt. I mean, our buddy, uh, LeBar, uh, was talking about how, hey, you know, if he didn't play football, we were going to take him in basketball. Ooh, which one? Yeah. Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Coach Adam and did say that about Banks. I, I, yeah, he was going to play we, I had that conversation yeah. with them. Yeah. He's like, if he didn't play football, we were like, yeah, you could come here and play hoops. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what would he look like on a basketball court? Eric Armstead's a great basketball player. Debo spoke about that yesterday. Festus Azili knows Eric well. Festus played for his father. His father ran a great AAU camp up there, great teams. Oh. And Eric Armstead could have been a hooper. So his footwork was immaculate. Kobe. <laughs> Shout out Kobe Bryant and one of his three statues getting unveiled yesterday. Um, so, no, all these guys want it, man. All these guys need it. But, dude, the GOAT, the premium players on this football team, they were all paid. See what you want about Jed. They spent the money to go get these, get these, keep these players. No complaints there. Big time signing bonuses. Big time money they spent on this team. The premium players have to make gold jacket plays against Patrick Mahomes and company. Gold jacket plays, man. Hall of Fame legacy plays. Reggie White did it in the Hall of Fame. Lawrence Taylor did it in the Hall of Fame. Lawrence Taylor did it in the Super Bowl twenty five against the Buffalo Bills. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The big boys show out in these games. Last year, Patrick Mahomes showed out right. Chris Jones made preview plays in Super Bowl uh, 54. Could you imagine somewhere in heaven right now, Ralph Barbieri's answering my question, and he's saying, I want to win one for Parag. <laughs> That's a joke. Parag deserves one, man. Hey, the way they hey, construct contracts. Hey, if they win, everyone will get credit, and best believe Parag will get credit. He deserves credit now. Let's give him the credit now before the win. Uh, let's go to... J.D. and Lafayette, we got a special call. I can't wait to get to <laughs> J.D. and Lafayette. J.D., morning. what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Congrats to my guy, P. Willie. Yes. Yes. Yep. So I just I just want to say this, man. I think the Niners, um, when, when you talk X's and O's, the Niners have way more playmakers. The Chiefs are not even the same squad they were. Charles Omenahue, who we know very well, yep. was their outside rusher who got the strip sack on Jackson last week. He also got a sack against uh, Allen the week before. He had like eight sacks, was going all pro this year. He's out, unfortunately, for him. And they got an offensive lineman out, Joe Thune, who's another mm-hmm. uh uh, pro bowler. People don't, I, I'm not, and, and they're just not the same squad. And once the Niners focus on Charles Jones, 
what are the Chiefs going to do? How are they going to stop them? They cannot stop the run. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey all day. Okay, I'm a 55-year-old grown-ass man who grew up in the town, Niner fan my whole life, wow. and went to, Super, went to Super Bowl 16. Growing up in Oakland in the 70s, the Raiders were dominating. And when the Niners got that first Super Bowl, we didn't have money. My dad was a truck driver for 7-Up, and he won a contest in the Oakland Tribune and won 10 Gs picking the football games. And that's how we went to the Super Bowl in Detroit, in Pontiac. And so I'm I'm waiting like everybody else, man. Let's go do this. Let's do it, man. That's a great story. That's a great story. This call dropped off. I was going to go to next. I can't believe you dropped off. He's from Lincoln High School, by the way. Coach Ferrigno was on the line. Coach? Yeah, Coach Ferrigno. He's not happy with me. I should have. We tried to get him on after they won a state championship. He goes, he got all these other coaches. Where's my love? I love Coach Ferrigno. When I used to cover games and cover Lincoln games, they used to get mad. Whenever I stood on their sideline, because I would always stand on the sideline with the first down markers so I could see the change and it down the distance. Whenever I stood on their sideline, they would lose. So, like, where are you standing at this week? Well, the down markers are on the other sideline, so I won't be around you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a fun back and forth, but Coach Mourinho. Coach Mourinho, call back. Even though I can't stay at Lincoln High School. Oh, no, I They won the Bell game. What was the they kid Henderson? The, the kid Henderson? David Henderson, rest in peace. He was incredible. He was incredible. I watched him in the game. Juke, I swear to God, nine guys on one play. Well, they beat uh He was an unbelievable you know, player. They beat Washington. Absolutely. No, I'm not kidding. This kid was one of the great running backs I've ever seen. No, he was one of the great running backs in the city. Him, Raymond Davis, they're they're two of the best I've ever seen. And that came from the public school league. Yeah, he was Uh, incredible. AAA, AAA, uh, Academic Athletic Association. About 15 years Uh, ago. David also played for City College. Oh, okay. Darius Bell's quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Cannon was a wide receiver. Yeah, boys. Uh, Yep. Darius Bell's not a OC down at Sarah High School. That team was stacked. They lost a tough one to San Mattel, which ruined their national championship hopes. But David Henderson was special. A lot of speed. A lot of speed. But Lincoln's won the Bell game like 10, 12, 13 straight years. What the hell is going on with my alma mater in Washington? Can we get a Bell game, please? We need a Bell game. Uh, let's go to Shaka in Berkeley. Shaka, what's happening? Shaka! What's up, big dogs, man? Y'all got a lot of passion, man. Y'all got me juice. I had to call, man. I'm happy for y'all, man. You know, I ain't a Niner fan, man, but y'all, y'all, you know, uh, y'all got y'all is really juice, man. I'm happy for y'all, man. My son played with Banks at El Cerrito High. Oh, man. wow. Banks is a whole football and basketball. It Banks, we went to the TOC. We lost to Sarah. Oh, Banks, man. 6'9". Pop- Center. He can play some basketball, man. I'm hoping he wins, man. You know what really made me just pick the Niners, man? Thought about Mac Dre, man. He lost weight and he died in Kansas City, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm rooting for the, I'm rooting for the Niners, man. I hope y'all I hope I hope everything's come through for everybody, man. Because I I know I, you know I'm a Warrior fan mm-hmm. and I'm a Giant fan. And I know okay. how I feel when the Giants won two ten, man. So the people I was around back in the day, I'm OG, but. I know there's a lot of people that experienced that, man. I know that's still in 2010 when the, uh, the Giants won and oh, when God. the Warriors won in 2016, man. So I understand that feeling. So I'm, 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 I'm rocking with the Bay, man. I hope they win, man. Good to hear from you, Shaka. Good to hear from you, Shaka. Great to hear from you, man. He's a diehard Viking fan, but he's always hitting me up on Facebook. Shaka is a real one, man. A real one here. Look, you know what? We got to get to Duke and City. Duke and the City before we get to the legal. Duke, what's happening? Elijah lit up what's here. Up, big Duke? 9570 Trying to get in here. Duke, what's happening? Y'all, y'all know what it is, man. I love y'all, man. I, I call y'all with a hurt heart, though, man. Just, you know, 
Not on the football note that my little brother Ballhead is up in the hospital, man. He's suffering from uh, fighting this liver cancer, man, in the fourth stage, man. So y'all keep y'all thoughts and y'all prayers. Absolutely. I hold Lakeview community. Lakeview community is hurting right now, man. You and your family, man. Absolutely. But uh, for all those haters out there that think the Niners ain't going to do it, man, you got another thing coming, man, because that ain't what we about, man. We about bringing home victory. My roots go all the way back to Keyguard. That's how far my roots go back. So that's how we're going to get out and we're going to mob out just like this. Take the 49ers. They don't fall. More combat. Don't ask me. That's a way to go to Prescott. We were rolling hard on them 26 gold. Well, McCaffrey is the one with the 450 motor. He don't serve you like the all-night mark. And we own our one of the biggest bullseye. Super Bowl is the target. My team is the Niners. We break the ready goal. We smash them. Mob them. Kansas City keeps the Las Vegas. We got to take your soul. We ready. We ready to rise. Let's go. I love you, Taco, baby. Let's do this for Let's my boy go. one time, baby. Hell Let's yeah. Do it. do it for ball. You know, Rick uh, used to come into my... Uh, Delhi, right there on Ocean, and him and my dad became really, really good friends. Um, That's Baldhead's cool. a great guy. Yep, a great guy. Stays in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Lives right near me currently. You know, and uh, man, my my prayers because trust me, my dad's in the hospital right now too. He can't even talk. So you know, I'm I'm getting emotional. But Baldhead, I mean this from the Shasky family and everybody. We love you. Get better, yep. and I know the Niners are now. I know the Niners are going to do big things this weekend. Yep. Yeah, Rick's as big up. of a Niner fan as they come. Yeah, prayers. Thanks up for calling head, in, Rick. Duke. Prayers for Ballhead, Rick. Man, it's it's uh, it's never easy when you hear this. Hell no. But he'll beat it. He'll beat it. You know, my dad. I've never told anybody this, but that Joker's out in Hawaii right now with his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know how. The guy beat lung for stage four lung cancer and prostate cancer. It's just like it's still ticking left and right. Wow. And I'm just like, what the hell? What are you made of? And wow. that's what my dad at the last funeral, he said, hey, man, don't sweat the small stuff, man. We got to live this life. He's right. You got to love everybody. You got to tell everybody you love tell them. Tell them you, you love them. Talk to them. Keep FaceTime, call, whatever you got to do. I can't wait to see my auntie in Las Vegas. Uh, she's expected to see me on Monday. I'm going to probably go see her right after the show on Monday. Nice. So, uh, nah, prayers out for ball hit, Rick, man. Prayers for real. Out for ball hit, Rick. For real. What a show today has been. It's been a lot of fun getting ready for the Super Bowl. This I keep team means something it. different, I mean, man. It was, We've done all the breakdowns. You don't we know what the, yeah. we need. What, we know what the Niners wait, need to do. Wait, Mahomes is good. Yeah, what? I, I don't need to tell you how great Mahomes is. I don't need to tell you how the Niners oh need to run God. the football, especially early to sell a little Brock Purdy. I don't need to tell you that they don't need to turn the ball over. We know it, but we're going to get a breakdown from Croc in just a second. Crocky is going to be Croc time in about two minutes here as he fires you know, up the zoom. You know what I've been thinking about too? What's that? The Niners have played some really good games this year. I've yet to see them fire on all cylinders and the other teams fire on all, all cylinders simultaneously. That's what you want to see. You I do. See I want to see the best of the Chiefs. No, I don't. I know. I want to see the best of the Chiefs because I want this to go down as one of the most epic games of all time. I really do. I want their best. I want no excuses. Oh, when Brady beat Mahomes, you know they didn't have their tackles, and and oh. yeah, that was that was a big element. There, there would I be want excuses. their best. There would be excuses. There's we're always the, excuses. We're but in I the social media best. age, man. There's always some. Don't excuses. you? I, look, I want to win. I don't care how the Chiefs. I would have pounded the Chiefs if we blow them out. We blow them out. I don't care. Well, I mean, hey, blow their ass out. I don't be winning fifty to nothing. I'll be just as happy. If they win 24-23 or 50 to nothing. If they uh, win 2 nothing, I'll, I'll love it. Yeah, I don't care. But yeah, you know what I mean. Two. Jake Moody Field goal 3 best. at the buzzer. I don't care. We're going to be hoisting that thing. We're going to party in Vegas like it's nothing, man. Uh, you're listening to 95-70 game. KGMZ FM and AC1 San Francisco. The San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown. The kickoff clock says we are two 
two days, six hours, 30 minutes, 18 seconds, 18 seconds away from kickoff of the big game. Big shout out to Pete's Coffee, who's serving us the coffee and sending us to Las Vegas. We can't wait to get out there. We fly out Saturday night. Saturday, we'll get down there to Las Vegas for the big game. But let's go down to Vegas. I believe he's in Vegas. He's got those nice couch cushions. Maybe he's in a big penthouse, big suite here, man. He is Eric Crocker. It's Croc time here on the Morning Rose. Joining us on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line, Lockdown 49ers podcast. I love this podcast. Eric Crocker breaks it down with the best of them, man. Crocky, what's going on, baby? What's up, man? I- I'm not... In the penthouse? Well, I guess you can call this a penthouse. The penthouse of my living room. That, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> are you heading out to Vegas, or where are you, you going to watch the game at? Okay, listen, I got screwed. Y'all know I coach. I coach 7-on-7. Seven seven. You know, we do a lot yep. of traveling. We were in Vegas last week. Somebody, I don't know which idiot did this, but they scheduled a tournament for us Saturday, the day before a Super Bowl. Oh, so it kind of got me locked down. I yeah. can't leave. I've been... I've been I've been trying to figure out a way around it. Maybe I just play hooky, act like I'm sick, and then just drive to Vegas or catch a late flight to Vegas. But um, I would much rather be there with you guys. Uh, make sure you guys save a little space for me to sleep on the couch or something. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Eric, this is my that. biggest problem. I, I told CYL like years ago, how are you scheduling games <laughs> on AFC, NFC Championship Sunday and on Super Bowl Sunday? It is the dumbest. Who is coordinating these <laughs> leagues and not understanding that if your child is participating, you're probably a sports fan, <laughs> right? It drives me nuts. Clearly, people that don't watch NFL. Because even if the 49ers weren't playing, like, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I want to watch some good football. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. And I think we'll watch some good football all Sunday. We got to go through Mahomes again, man. It's not going to be easy, but it feels like the Niners, they got – you know, going through those two games at Levi Stadium, you know, surviving and advancing, not playing your best football. And the fact that they acknowledge that, saying, look, man, we got to have better effort defensively. We got to be cleaner offensively. Shanahan's got to call better plays. It feels like they just getting here was a big relief for this football team. You can see it on their expressions. You can see how loose they are this week, Crocker. What did you see from the Niners this week in Las Vegas? Just through the social media prism, the interviews, some of the clips you've seen uh, coming in, coming out of Las Vegas. It looks like they're locked in and ready to go. You know, uh, Kyle Shanahan, those guys, they've been here now. This is their second time going. And, you know, I listened to a little bit of tidbits on the way the Chiefs went about things. You know, they did all of their work in Kansas City and then came out maybe a little bit more relaxed throughout this week in Vegas where there might be distractions. 49ers kind of did the opposite way where they had some days off last week and then did more of their work out there this week. But if Kyle Shanahan feels like that's what's best for his team to be really locked in, ready to go, man, I'm all for it. So more times than not, this team has been prepared uh, to take on whatever uh, is is upcoming. So I'd assume that they continue that and really be ready to go against Kansas City Chiefs. Eric, we've been kind of peeling it back all morning about just like what the team means to, to, to us, to the region, to my family, you know, and how did, how did you become a Niner fan? Because uh, you obviously played in the league and, and you have no qualms by saying like, I'm a diehard Niner fan. And so how, how did you become a Niner fan? All right, so I get this question a lot, not even just with the Niners, but I'm also a Los Angeles Laker fan, as you know, some of y'all know. And I became a Laker fan because I asked my uncle, like, Uncle Tracy, who's your favorite team? And he said, Los Angeles Lakers. And I said, okay, I'm a Laker fan. I asked my mom, Mom, who's your favorite football team? She said, 49ers. I said, all right, I'm a 49er fan. So 
uh, that was how that came yeah. about. I think I took that obsession to like a different level. <laughs> right. My mom said, uh, I think she's excited. She called me after the 49ers won the NFC Championship, and she was screaming and yelling uh, with my stepfather. So I think we're all excited, everybody that's 49ers fans right now. All right, the secondary here. You're a secondary guy. That's a great story there. We all that. have our different stories. Some of us are just born into it. Some of them, people from all over the place, it's like, hey, I picked them on a parlay, and this lady, Rhea Lancaster, calls us all the time. Crocky and was like, I had a parlay. The Niners were the only team to win in that parlay. So that was my team for the rest of my life. It's kind of insane, right? Uh, the secondary, Diablo Lenore, Tarverius Ward. Uh, obviously, every time it's going to get picked on this football game. Then you got Tick Brown and Gibson in, this, in the secondary. How do they match up mm. with the skill set, the skill positions of the Kansas City Chiefs? Nobody's really talking about that this week. I think that this is the best the 49ers have matched up against a Kansas City Chiefs offense. All right, now, look at the running game. And I really like what they have in the backfield with Pacheco. He runs hard. But I don't think he's, like, super dynamic in the sense of, like, his elusiveness, like you saw last week with uh, Gibbs in Detroit. Or, yeah, Gibbs in Detroit last week. Like, he was tough. Like, he's tough in the open field. He's so elusive. Man, he put a lot of pressure on the guys on the back end, especially the uh, defensive back and second-level guys to tackle. Um, but you look at these receivers, and even with Shea Rice, I think Shea Rice has come along very well. Uh, you know, he's a rookie. You could tell throughout this year with Patrick Mahomes trying to figure out how to get on the same page with the others. The others are anybody that's not named Travis Kelsey. And throughout this year, Rashad Rice has kept getting better and better. better. But even when I watch Rashad Rice, as solid as he is, I don't think he's this guy that is a – tough matchup for corners, whether it's Ambry Thomas, whether it's Diamond Lenore or Tavarius Ward. So I'm curious to see, especially at the at the cornerback position, how do they match up against these guys? Do the point I just say, all right, we don't think these guys are as dynamic as what we've used to seeing from Kansas City. So we're just gonna go out there, we're gonna play our quarters, we're just gonna do it that way. Or are they gonna say, you know what? I really like how we man up against these guys. So what Eric Crocker would do, which probably not what the Point would do, I would say Severus Ward, I want you to guard their second best pass catcher, which is Rashad Rice, mm-hmm. right? So you go and you just lock him up. You take him out the game. And then now for Travis Kelsey, because that's the other big threat, let's bracket him. All right, let's mm-hmm. keep multiple eyes on him, whether it's Amber Thomas, Logan Ryan, some kind of, you know, uh, bracket with the safeties. So now we've got four eyeballs on him at all times wherever he goes. And we know that's Patrick Mahomes' outlet. Whenever yep. Mahomes, uh, if you look at, a lot of times when he really gets these big plays from Travis Kelsey, a lot of times it's on the move, you know, late in the down. Then he finds Travis Kelsey. Well, let's have two guys that are dedicated to him, plaster him, and then from there it makes it a little bit more difficult, a little more difficult. He's going to be a Hall of Fame tight end, so he's going to get his. But make it as difficult as possible. Uh, that's the way I would go about it. What do you think on the other side when you're looking at Debo, Ayuk, Jennings, Kittle going up against this secondary? This secondary is really good. Sneed and McDuffie and um, obviously Reed, etc. So what can the Niners do against them? Because it does feel like this is one of the better secondaries they faced since Cleveland uh, earlier this year. Well, I think that if I'm Kansas City, this is a tough matchup. I think they have really good guys on the back end. Matter of fact, I talked about how the 49ers match up with this Kansas City Chiefs team better than any other team I've seen in the past. Well, when you look at Kansas City, their defense this is the best defense they've had. So they probably look at it like, all right, we match up very well against this 49ers mm-hmm. team. The issue with the 49ers is it's so difficult to key in on one guy, right? Like, we can focus on Travis Kelsey right. when the 49ers are on defense. But with the Niners, 
their their whole game plan isn't predicated on one guy. So you can have Brandon Ayuk, who's an all pro receiver, have three targets and you still beat a team by forty points. Yeah. Or he can have twelve targets and ball out and you don't know how they're gonna come. So I mean they any guy on the front of the office can be that guy. It can be Debo, it could be Kittle, it could be Ayuk. It could be Juwan Jennings making really key plays, and I haven't even mentioned Christian McCaffrey, who had 12 targets in the Green Bay Packer game. So when you look at how the 49ers' offense is structured, I don't know how you really key on one or guy, one or two guys and try to take things away. I think for opposing teams, it's hoping that the 49ers just miss certain things. Can we confuse yep. Brock Purdy early and downs? Can we line up and move things around? One thing I've noticed with teams and kind of what they're doing right now is they're kind of playing their safeties a little shallow. And it's almost like they're daring the 49ers to throw down the field. So I'm curious to see if the 49ers come out and take more shots. They did that against Detroit. If you remember on the first drive or second drive, yep. they threw a goal ball down the mm-hmm. left sideline mm-hmm. to Brandon Ayuk. Yep. I think that was a show like, hey, we will throw it. Right now you want to convert on those. But if you look at how these safeties have been playing, it's almost borderline disrespectful. And I think when some people look at these numbers, they look at air yards or uh, yards per attempt, and you look at Mahomes, his are down. Well, safeties are deep against Mahomes. So they're kind of forcing him to take the underneath stuff. 49ers, it's like teams are almost daring them to throw down the field. So I think 49ers come out, and you got to let it rip. Let it rip downfield. Start to back up those safeties, and that should open up things over the middle. I'm glad you said that. Eric Crocker here on the Morning Rose, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson guest line, locked off 49ers podcast. You brought up Christian McCaffrey. To me, that is the difference in this football game, and that's been the difference in this offense. It's, it always felt like, Croc, when they signed Jarek McKinnon, I saw the vision with Kyle Shanahan. Okay, cool. You got a back. You can dump it off, too. He's your safety valve. He sets up your second and threes, your third and fourths. You stay on schedule with the sticks. Then you make the trade for Kirsten McCaffrey, and it's like, oh, wow. Look how much it's opened up for George Kittle and D-Boy Brendan Ayuk. Christian McCaffrey is the ultimate X factor to me in this football game. He's got to see 25 to 30 touches, bare minimum, and I think he will have a monster game against his Chiefs defense, Crocky. Oh, man, I love that you said 25 or 30 carries or touches because I'm right there with you. I think for most of this year, you're thinking of different ways to kind of preserve Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Save him from himself. He doesn't want to come out the game, right? But you don't want him to get hurt. You don't want him to get banged up. And we've seen, it almost seems like every week, you look on the sideline, they show a a visual of him kind of somebody rubbing on his leg or trying to massage out a certain area of his body so that he can get right back in there and be the same Christian McCaffrey we expect him to be. But... Forget all that preserving them now. Like, it's win or go home. It's right. take everything. It's quest for six. So now, if you got to get your best player on your offense to ball 30 times, this is the game 100% to do that. All right, what's what's going to happen? Like, like what, are you, what are you predicting? All right, I, I said all that good stuff about the 49ers. I'm not going to lie. I am terrified of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I feel like Mahomes does whatever he has to do to win, whether it's throw for 180 yards or if it's throw for – 400 yards. So I think somebody that has that ability to flip that switch whenever he wants, that's dangerous. I do, however, think that the 49ers are a better team. I really like Brock Purdy as long as he can start fast, right? Don't have that slow start that we've seen the last couple weeks. Uh, I think 49ers are good. So I like the 49ers in this game. I don't think the Mahomes team has the power to come from behind like we've seen in the past. Mm -hmm. I got the 49ers winning 27-21. I love that. I love that. And we'll be celebrating. I know you're coming out to the parade. you got to come to this parade if that's the the case. The people need to see Eric Crocker. 
Oh, one hundred percent. I'm probably gonna have to like supposed to be picking up my daughter from school. Forget her; she can stay out of school a little bit longer. <laughs> I will be at the parade no matter what. Crocker, you always been good to us here on the morning roast. Our roasters love you. Uh, we love your insight, your analysis, man. It's always spot on. You and by the way, Shasky gave you credit because we always bring this up. Oh yeah, yeah, we always bring this up with Steve Wilkes is saying, "Oh, you know what? I'm still learning the scheme." You're the first one I yep. heard in all of America. All of America. I know Seth Workersham wrote that article at ESPN. You were the first one. You may have been before the Cleveland game in the South. I forget what it was. But you said, you know what? Kyle Shanahan is a re- real defensive coordinator. That has not been lost on us. That has not been lost. Did you, you see that article? Did you, see, you read that article, right? No, I didn't even see that article. Oh, it was, it was on it was Sam Wickersham? Uh, yeah, yeah, Seth Wickersham, ESPN, wrote a deep dive on yeah. Kyle Shanahan. He was talking Go ahead, Shaz. He was talking well, no, about Basically, like, he said like, he addresses the team and breaks down right. all of the plays that they're going to run on Friday for the offense. Well, it's so good the last couple years, he's done it for the defense on Saturday. And he is in yep. the room breaking down what they're going to do, yep. not the defensive coordinator. So you were right. He was the architect of, right. the, of the defense the entire time. Hey, man, you know, hey, a broke clock is right twice a day. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Give yourself some more credit. No, because then once later on said, I'm still learning the scheme. And every week we're like, well, Crocker says Shady has a real defense coordinator, so it's not on Steve Wilkes. Stop blaming him. Blame Shady for the wide night. Blame Shady for getting clipped on the edges and losing containment. Chase Young's got to play better. Play lower, please, for the love of, for the love of God. Just play low. Keep your pat level low, dude. Um, anyway, Eric Crocker, enjoy the Super Bowl, man. I know you'll enjoy it. Uh, Go we'll Niners. The parade. Go Niners, man. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. Anytime. Eric Crocker, man. He's good to us. Uh, he's good on the 49ers podcast, man. Locked off 49ers podcast. Our good boy, Brian Peacock, man, does a hell of a job. He knows the game inside and out. Love talking to Crocker, man. Love his analysis here on the roast. All right, let's keep it moving, man. We got calls. We're going to go 10 minutes. We got the folks in here. Can you smell it? I can't smell anything right now. I can smell the food. I can smell proposition chicken. Proposition is it here? Chicken? No, Guy, I can't smell it. I sure here. smell it good. Oh. I see the roasters. Well, Lucas, bring the me roast. some. I see Lucas. He's already eating. Gabe Shapiro's eating stuff. What? Of course. No, no, yeah. Of course all of sales showed up today. Yeah. Oh, they all showed up on time. It's cooking. They all showed up. Look, they all have an exit toast. They'll have it with the roasters. Just as I can't wait to go out there and meet the fans, man. Can't wait to get them in here. We're going to replay Juice's call as well. Get that queued up. We're going to replay Both. that call. But what happened? He asked me fried or rotisserie. And Which I'm one like, do you guys want? Lucas is right behind me. He says, go on air. What do you guys want? Why I would like chicken? fried what? or or rotisserie. Oh, I, I would like both. Chicken, dude. I need fried chicken. Right, there you go. <laughs> what did say? Fried chicken. Hey, hey, Lucas. You know time it is. Lucas, you were a waiter at one point, correct? Oh, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, oh, yeah. Was it TGI Friday? Go, go ahead. Pop on the mic. No, it's BJ. Make you your roast. Come on. Make your morning roast debut, Lucas Alexander. What do you mean? I co-hosted like three weeks ago when you guys were on vacation, day after Christmas. The that morning roast? count. Yeah. Not the morning roast. That, that's well, like running the board when Matt Nahigan was. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's like, not. That's, not, that's, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. playing in a simulated game before a real game. Yeah, that, Dog, this is the bigs. The computer. <laughs> we're in the show. You were, you were in San Jose. Simulated <laughs> yeah, Giants. BJ's, by the way. BJ's in San Rafael. Rest in peace. Rest in no peace. No longer with us. Yeah. Okay. Shut up, BJ's. Shut up, BJ's. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are closing in that particular part of town. All, All right. right, so a rotisserie and a fried for chicken. Yeah, I need fried chicken. Well, I'll have both. I, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want fried. And whatever I'll else they got. What else do they have? Got, look, the potatoes look insane. All right, potatoes. What else? You got to Google it. Coffee? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what is it? Was it? Is it shaped like Jesus? Is it like, you know, like they have the... A like, lot of God references today. I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to pray. Dude. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> my thing is, you know, I've been doing all these hits. 
<laughs> and my thing is, <laughs> but oh, since we got Lucas on, since we got Lucas on, Sam Lutman said yesterday on the air, you're in charge of the YouTube break music. Now, I don't know if it happens on any other show, but on our show, our roasters are like, what's up with They're the break music on YouTube? So Lucas, tell the people, how can you fix the YouTube music? You're out on trumpets? They're out on trumpets. I don't even know. I'm the only know. trumpets that I'm trying to hear are the trumpets of victory. <laughs> I love that. I don't want to derail the show too much, but we can't have copyrighted music on there. So, so can we get an instrumental beat? We'll get somebody to send us an instrumental exactly. hip hop. Someone beat. make us something sweet. All right. Well, yeah. so hey, roasters, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven. If you got a beat, send it to us on Twitter. Yeah. You know how to reach us. Please give us an instrumental beat. We'll flip the YouTube music. It's on you guys. Yeah. Now it's on you guys. Now it's you give us a beat and, and direct all your vitriol toward Lucas Alexander yeah. and Willard Dave since he's part of that show. Um, you know what? He called back. Let's get to Coach Philip Ferrigno here on the morning roast. Coach Phil, what's happening, my what's up, man? Coach. Coach. <laughs> What's up, fellas? It's great hearing your voices, man. It's been a while. I, I wasn't gonna let you. I wasn't gonna let you on the air after you beat my Washington Eagles for like the twenty fifth straight time. Hey, man, you can't. You know, you can't. You just got to keep plugging away, right, Dante? <laughs> you, uh, you did. A, you were a champion when you were there with Coach Keith. So there's no shame in your game. No doubt. You know, and it's just. A, it's a great thing to have. And, guys, I'd like to tell you a story about Bonte because he was my bad luck charm. Every time he came off the sideline at uh, Turkey Day, we'd lose. I think we've been in the game 14 times. The four times Bonte, uh, Bonte came, he's on my sideline. Finally, after the third one and, like, and like the halftime, he goes, Hey, dude, I, I go, get over there. Get on the other side, man. Just go. <laughs> I love that. He did literally, legit. Oh, hey, hey coach, I don't mean to bring this bad memory up, but you know, one of those turkey days, uh, y'all, Kyle Nelson beat you, who's now pitching for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, hey, hell, I got none but love. That was a great game. That was a great game. That was an awesome game. 34-30. I mean, yeah, I mean, unreal. We're right in it, and then, you know, no, that was a good I'm game. not complaining. I'm not bitching, but you know something? There's a couple calls that could have gone our way, but that's all right. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not holding on to it. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Coach, you're a legend. Shasky, where are you? What part of the city are you from? Excelsior. You're Reardon, right? Excelsior, Reardon boy, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm a Reardon boy, mm. and also you played for Kenny Peralta, one of my best friends. Oh, Coach, Coach P, P right? chicken soul for the uh, soup. I did a thousand push-ups yeah. in religion class. <laughs> religion. He <laughs> caught, he taught religion. Un uh, unbelievable. Oh and, and I really love what you guys do here. I always listen on the way down to school. Yeah. I get there early, and just the you guys are lifting up the, 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 the youths and the preps yeah. and all that stuff. There's so many great things. And, you know, I really appreciate you guys. And, you know, we're very fortunate to do what we do. Something like you, I hear your stories about finding something you love. That's yep. life. You got to find something you love. I'm very similar to you guys. Yep. You know, I had a lot of shit going on in my life, but I got through it with the grace of God and my no family and my wife. Hey, I'm, I'm here where I am. Dude, you, Andre Walker over there at Lincoln, uh, Edison, I, I got to tell you guys, man, you guys always treated me first class over there at Lincoln High School. I got nothing, nothing but love for all the high schools. I know I went to Washington, but private schools, Catholic schools, I got love. You guys always treated me well at Lincoln. You guys run a top-notch program, and you guys represent the city to the fullest, man. I love what you guys well, what, do up there. Coach, before you go, though, what does yeah. Niner football mean to you? Oh, come on, man. All my life. So when I was growing up, right, Reardon would play on Friday nights. And, you know, yep. I come from a very athletic family. My brother Dan was, you know, an All-American at State. You know what I mean? You know, 40 years in football. And he was a great high school football player with Dan Hayes. Yeah. And we go see yep. Reardon play on Friday nights. 
And we would, I, I met some of my best friends by going to my brother Bruce's game and playing football in the end zones of Kizar when they were painted. Well, this was Dan's, Dan's was. I met the friends later on when they kept playing at Kizar on Friday nights. But when they painted like the Browns were in town, yeah. the field, the end zones were painted. Mm. So we'd go to play. It was unreal. And then you'd go through the, um, you know, throw rocks at your brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> you the tunnel and stuff like that, right? You know what I mean? I mean, that's it. I saw some great, I mean, I tell you, whatever you guys want to talk about football, about high school football here in yep. the city, I'm, I just call me, man. Yep. Definitely. Hey, Please hey, call Phil, us. Man. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, no doubt. It's so good to hear your voice, Coach thousands Phil, man. Of lives. No doubt. You keep doing what you're yeah, doing with man, those kids up there. Bonte, Chasky, man. CR. CR. Let's go, CR, baby. US. Let's go. We are. C-R-U-S-D-A-R. C-R-U-S-D-A-R. Crusaders. Crusaders. Fight, fight, fight. Remember, that's the Crusader yell. You know it. There it is. My dad's Coach got Phil. the Reardon Rabbit shirt to this day from back in the day with <laughs> the Playboy bunny on it. Colts Phil, man. We're bringing out Colts Phil, man. Wow. What a legend. Coach Phil. He is a legend. I'm telling you, bro, vibes are through the roof vibes right now. Vibes are through the roofs. Vibes are through the roof. And I'm staring you know at a what? plate of food that I want oh, yeah. to shovel no, into we'll, my face. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll get to that. Proposition in just a second. chicken. Oh, my the, God. The sauces. Look at the sauces on the side. I'm more excited about the sauces. I'm all about that sauce. I, I, uh, I have to eat. Listen, I got to go to Central Iowa. This is Brock Purdy country. No way. Thomas is Central Iowa. This is Brock Purdy country. What's up, Thomas? Thomas? What's happening? Hey, what's up, everybody? Great show. Um, yeah, I tell you what, it's it's Niners country out here. Um, we love how faithful have embraced Brock Purdy. Um, everybody's turned into a huge Niners fan. And, you know, last year when he first started, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, I know Brock plays for the Niners. Right now, you find diehard Niners fans who can tell you the whole roster. This is a super easy team to cheer for. Everybody here is pumped. And again, just the way the Niners faithful have embraced Brock, it's just been, uh, it's just been fantastic. Thomas, so, talk about, can you discuss what Brock Purdy meant to Iowa State and that university? Because him alongside David Montgomery, Hakeem Butler, Brees Hall, it felt like they were the pioneers to really jumpstart that program under uh, Coach Campbell. Oh yeah, I mean, they 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 put Iowa State football on the map really because I mean, just before before those guys got there, I mean, they were just perennial bottom dwellers, you know. And so um, Brock came up with so many big wins for this program. He started so many games, and um, you know, before Brock got there, the idea that Iowa State would win a top ten, beat a top ten football team, it was just like, yeah, okay, but. He just he just put so much life into that program. You still see what they built today, um, so it's just it's just unbelievable. And I just I can't I can't even tell you guys what it'll mean for uh, Iowa if Iowa State's quarterback goes and, and wins this wow. wins this game. But hey. but I got to tell you, just everybody on the Niners team, everybody has embraced this whole team. They're just again, they're just such an easy team to cheer for. Um, great fan base, great history. So I tell you. People are on board, and there's a lot of my neighbors that are Chiefs fans, so I would love to stick that in their face, too. I there love that. You know, is is this heaven? No. This is Iowa. <laughs> Field of Dreams. One of the greatest know, lines know, of all I time. You're going. I knew you were going to drop a baseball reference in there. You had it coming. I saw the low-hanging fruit. It's just Hagen, Hagen, Hagen. Of course, you were going to Well, I was going to ask my guy uh, if I could stay at his place I, the next uh, time there's a Field of Dreams game, no. but I remember the Giants are no. going to Mississippi yeah, this year. No, Alabama. Oh, Alabama. My Alabama. bad. Um, I was going to... Ask him about Seneca Wallace. Seneca Wallace. Remember him? Now that's a name. 
that. I heard, heard. Hit Budweiser hitting shots like Marcus Pfizer. That a shooty guard named Willoughby. Willoughby, who played with Kelvicato. Shooty guard, Willoughby. I swear to God, Kelvin he dropped Kato. like 40 plus in a game against Oklahoma State one year. I don't know why I remember this, but I remember this. Willoughby was all one of those Iowa State, right? I think it was like Derek or Diedrich or something. Willoughby. I don't know. It was weird memory. Anyway, it's time for caller of the week. Oh, good. Wait, actually, it's the eat. red and gold hotline caller of the week. Brought to you by Sobsation, the wine company. Experience some of the best wines you've yet to discover at Sobsation.com. Give it to me, Spadoni. It's the red and gold hotline caller of the week. We will represent the bank. We are red and gold, baby. That's how we work it here. Where are you at, Niner fans? Shout it out. Let everybody know. It's bang, bang, Niner gang time, baby. Let's go. The red and gold hotline is brought to you by Somsation, the wine company. Experience some of the best wines you've yet to discover at Somsation.com. All right, man, what's coming up on the game? Brought to you by Pete's Coffee. Ismael in Dallas. Doug in Wichita. Alex, Ryan, David. We're going to get to everybody. We're also going to bring some people into the studio. And we're going to replay Juice's call before we leave the air. We need to clip that bad boy. Get it on social media. Get it on Twitter. Get it on Instagram. Because Juice, what he said, may have been the call of the year. So we'll do that all coming up here on the Morning Rose. Shout out to Vanessa. Shout out to everyone at Pete's for helping send the morning roast down to Las Vegas for this big game on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Niners. More coming up. One last segment on the morning roast before that big game on Sunday.